0: are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing Him to be the gardener, she said to Him, Sir, if you, if you have carried Him away, tell me where you have laid Him, and I will take Him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned and said to Him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to Me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to My brothers and say to them, I am ascending to My Father and your Father, to My God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced this to the disciples. I have seen the Lord and that He had said these things to her. And in one of the other Gospels, it says they didn't believe her. I first am amazed because this is... People say if if the Gospels were written from a a point of of deception, meaning trying to start something and and make it credible, the last thing they would have done was to write a woman in as the first witness. Because she had no credibility. A woman in that culture at that time had no credibility in court. Her testimony would not be valid. And here's the first testimony. That's so anti-culture of the time that it, 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 it speaks. But then the, the next people, Salome and, 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 and Mary, mother of James, see Him. And the women that were with Him. So, so Jesus' first appearances to women. And I think that is such an amazing thing because it's so counterculture. And it tells us. And, and, and when He speaks to her, He says, uh, to, to her, she says, I'm going to uh, tell them that I'm going to uh, my father and your father. My God and your God, he's, he's making a new, established relationship here. That she's understanding that, that our God, Jesus, is, is drawing her into the family. I can't imagine what was racing through her mind now. Of course, she raced back to, 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 the, to Peter and to John, and, 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 and again, they're trying to figure this out. I, I think John is trying to probably starting to run mental puzzles in his mind, saying, "Wait a minute. You know what was what was it he'd said about certain things, uh, but but uh, you know yeah. So Mary Magdalene has appeared to him. By the way, it says she did not recognize him. And and I'm thinking of, of the Gospel of Luke when he appears to the two men on the road to Emmaus. It actually says that their eyes were kept from recognizing him. So I'm assuming that, that you could parallel that here. And 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 so Mary calls out, Rabbi, teacher which is, is a, a, a statement of respect and, and, and endearment. And he says, don't stand here clinging to me. Go and tell my brothers. And I thought, oh, wait a minute. Go and tell who? My brothers. He didn't say my disciples here. He says my brothers. Can you see that we're establishing a, 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 a familial relationship here That is is to us today the same thing. We say brothers and sisters in Christ. Why? Because we all share together in the inheritance of Christ. And and, and, in the the resurrection, all of these things are things that are for us to see and to know and ultimately experience ourselves. So he says, don't stay hanging on to me, but go and, and tell them that I'm ascending to my Father, your Father, my God, your God. All of this new relationship that's coming about is established by what Jesus said on the cross in John 19, verse 30. It is finished. We had a uh, wonderful Good Friday service uh, this uh, last Friday evening at the Nazarene Church. Uh, I, I'll tell you, we had over, over 300 people at the, at the service. The place was maxed and then they were sitting in the foyer as well on folding chairs. It was amazing. It was a wonderful evening. And we went through the seven last words of of Jesus. We kind of put one out of line in a sense of just a little so that we were finishing with these words, it is finished. Actually, that was the sixth thing he said. But uh, we used it last to tie things together into communion. And it was, you know, it is finished. What was finished? The pain of the price of sin. There needed to be a sacrifice. All of the Old Testament sacrifices always were pointing to something that had to be be done over and over and over again until the final sacrifice would come and complete it once and for all. That's Jesus. He was the Lamb of God. That's what John the Baptist called Him. He says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And... Jesus on the cross finally says the words, it is finished. And then He says He gave up His Spirit. And the the, the idea is that, that the price of sin had been paid. But how would we know for sure that that had been done? The resurrection is the proof. The tomb is empty because of the words it is finished and completed and Jesus has done it. And like I said, she, you know, uh, Mary Magdalene goes and tells the disciples, and I think it's in Mark 16, it says, but they, they would not believe it. So Jesus now is, is you know, it goes through the day. I'm skipping a couple of the other appearances that had happened. I'm just staying with John here. Uh, in the evening, uh, it says that John appears... To the disciples at verse 19 of chapter twenty of John. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed him his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent Me, even so I am sending you. And when He said this, He breathed on them and and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. And if you withhold the forgiveness from any, it is withheld. In other words, they were going to be able to teach people what is and isn't sin and how it works. Peace be with you. A Common Hebrew saying. But here, I think it has more to, to it. Because, you know, first off, well, let's just, as, as, he, as they see his hands and, and his side and he shows it to them, it says they, 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 they went with, to great gladness or joy. So they've gone from extreme fear to great joy. I don't know if you're familiar with a song uh, by uh, Don Francisco, uh, a singer from you know most popular in the, in the 70s and, and 80s, uh, but the song is He's Alive. And it's a powerful song. Uh, and I, I'm going to share the words with you this morning because it, I think it captures this whole atmosphere. The gates and doors were barred and all the windows were fastened down. I spent the night in sleeplessness and rose at every sound. Half in hopeless sorrow, half in fear, the day would find the soldiers breaking through to drag us all away. Then just before the sunrise, I heard something at the wall. The gate began to rattle, and a voice began to call, and I hurried to the window. And I looked down to the street, expecting swords and torches in the sound of soldiers' feet. There was no one there but Mary, so I went down to let her in. And John stood there beside me as she told us where she'd been. She said they'd moved moved him in the night and none of us knows where. The stone has been rolled away and now his body isn't there. We both ran toward the garden. Then John ran on ahead. We found the stone in the empty tomb just the way it Mary had said. But the winding sheet that wrapped him was just an empty shell. And how or where they'd taken him was more than we could tell. Something strange had happened there, but what I did not know. John believed a miracle, but I just turned to go. Circumstance and speculation couldn't lift me very high because I'd seen Him crucified. And I saw Him die. Everything I'd promised Him just added to my shame, but at last it came to choices. I even denied that I knew His name. Even if He was alive, it wouldn't be the same. Suddenly, the air was filled with a strange and sweet perfume and the light came from everywhere that drove the shadows from the room. Jesus stood before me and His arms, held, they were holding, held open wide. And I fell down on my knees and I clung to Him and I cried. He raised me to my feet and as I looked Him in the eyes, love was shining out from Him like sunlight from the skies. Guilt and my confusion disappeared in sweet release and every fear I'd ever had just melted into peace. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive, and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. I love this song. I, I and I, I I don't I don't wait for Easter to listen to it. It's on my top twenty-five in my iPod, and uh, it's just uh, one of my favorite songs because it's it's I think speaks and gives it such a great picture. To the, these verses, peace be with you, Jesus says to them, and 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 they've gone from fear to joy at this point. But then again, he says peace be with you, and this time with a commission to send them out. But I'm thinking, why twice? And I think it's to emphasize. This is what I I feel that it reflects back to other teachings about peace that Jesus has had. Now, there's he's emphasizing, peace be with you. No, peace be with you. Not just a greeting, but peace of the heart be with you. Jesus had told them, uh, for instance, in John chapter 16, He says, I have said these things to you that in Me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but take heart. I've, I've overcome the world. We have, uh, you know, God's peace described by Paul in the book of Romans in, verse, in chapter five, or yeah chapter five. it says, "Therefore, since we have been justified by our faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ." What this means is that even though we have sinned, when we come and confess Jesus with our mouth and believe in our heart that He is the Son of God, and He is the, has come to forgive us as we receive Him as our Savior. Our sins are forgiven, which is necessary for us to be at peace with God. There is no other way. Isn't it interesting that when He's born, the angels say, the, 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 the Prince of Peace, you know, the, the picture of peace even in the first words speaking of Christ in the New Testament. Peace with God is necessary because of man's sin. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. On the back of your bulletin, you have the Roman road there that that speaks these verses as well. A familiar passage to many found in in Philippians uh, chapter 4. Starting with verse 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. And I see you know, there's actually two sides to this peace. There's the peace being at peace with God. The sacrifice of the cross, it is finished. But also with the Holy Spirit, and it's the peace in the world in spite of tribulation. So we have peace even where the rest of the world does not. And in more than most of my life, I have had situations that have come across uh, our path in and, and, and sadness and grief and other things and trials. And I've had people say, how do you maintain your, 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 your position and, and your joy? And I said, it, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit in me. You see, with this peace that we have, when we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is is Christ, and our sins are forgiven, we take those words, it is finished and it is applied to us. The work is done. There isn't anything that we can bring to the altar this morning to impress Christ in reference to our salvation. He has paid it all. In fact, that was one of the main points that Pastor Mike Delamarian made when he was going through it as finished. Uh, the word deals with the, the idea of, of a debt paid in full. In fact, it was even a word used to stamp debts paid in full. As a result, you can go to Psalm 91 and, and, and the first four verses and you find that, that Jesus has become our refuge. He is our fortress. He is our deliverer. Allowing the believer to have all confidence. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. That's the peace that we can have. So we're at peace with God and we're at peace in a, in a fallen world and we're at peace in the circumstances around our life. It maybe doesn't have anything to do with, with you know uh, you know, some people try to make it have to do with, you know, uh, having resources and money and uh, and, and uh, some people say the life of a king's child. But I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what the status of your life is. When you have Jesus Christ, you're at peace within that framework. The apostles, the disciples, and the many who went to their death. In the trials and tribulations, there's so many stories. The Book of Martyrs is awesome. Uh, it tells about their peace in facing their death. In the Colosseum and on the cross, And so many other ways. It's a peace that passes understanding. And it comes from God. To know God through Jesus Christ. And that is the only way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the only way to know God. When Jesus... When uh, Jesus spoke to Pilate and he says that he, he, he was you know, basically truth, Pilate says, What is truth? There's this, and, and the implication by what he said was there's the Roman truth, the Greek truth, this truth, that truth. Who's got the truth? Jesus was the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes but to the Father but through me. John chapter 14. To be. To know God as the author of my salvation is to be at peace with God and to be at peace in the world, no matter what the circumstances. I have eternal life. I don't know where in the last week I heard this statement made, so I'm repeating it, but I can't quote, I can't remember the person that said it. I began this eternal life when I first believed. So on October 15th, 1976, at 6.30 in the morning, I began eternal life. Now I'll tell you, this body does not feel things of eternal life. But I know I have it. And I am at peace with God. And I'm even at peace in this world. In spite of all the things that, that you could look at that would make you worry, we can rest with confidence. And the thing that's so awesome about this piece and what I would uh, uh, close with this morning is found in Romans chapter 8. Starting with the 31st verse. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare His own Son but gave Him up for us all, How will He not also with Him graciously give us all things? Meaning all the things He has promised us. Our inheritance and eternal life and all that He has promised us. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? His people, His church. It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Jesus Christ is the one who who died. More than that, who was raised. Who is at the right hand of God? Who indeed is interceding for us? So, who can come against us? Nobody can stand before us, before God. You know, the devil's going to stand there. I think of this picture coming out of the Old Testament, but the devil's standing there, and I think it's Zechariah 3, but he's standing there wanting to, to, to make a statement about the high priest that's before the throne of God. And it's like he's got a list of things he wants to read. This guy isn't worthy of, of, of being elevated, you know, and, 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 and for you to be with God. And he says to Satan, Be gone with you, basically, be silent. Satan never gets a chance to even express our wrongdoings. Because we are in Christ. We are redeemed. Jesus finished the work. And so, we we sit here. No one can come against us in the sense of, of who we are in Christ. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword, as it is written. For your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Those are negative circumstances. And yet, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. The world sees us as, as, as weak and being you know, taken into the, the, the Colosseums and all these different places. And, and we're, even to that point of saying kind of, And some of the Roman soldiers would taunt these things. Where's your God now? And yet they they rested in that confidence. You can't separate us from the love of our God. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. We have peace with God through Jesus Christ and it is ours, period. And it can't be taken from us. What a powerful, powerful thing. All because it is finished and the proof it is finished was through the resurrection. Jesus was alive. He is alive. The tomb is empty. The grave clothes were just an empty shell, and and you think you come back again. If they tried to steal the body, you know why would they have taken? They wouldn't have had the time to do that. It, you know, uh, if he Jesus the swoon, if you know uh, or or any you know, other, they take the time to, to, to take his clothes, the the grave clothes off and leave him there with the guards outside. You know, no. The tomb is empty because he has risen. He has risen indeed. I'd like to share with you communion this morning. And uh, I'd ask the ushers to come and pass the communion out. Hold it until we've all been served and we will share communion together.